Well, hello, gorgeous one. Welcome to Bombshell Radio. Here, we combine pleasure and purpose to liberate women into their divine assignment of being the fullest expression of fierce femininity. My name is Jackie Lacroix. I believe that pleasure is a life force. Beauty is for you. And your sexual design is the key to your greatest fulfillment and calling. I'm the author of the best-selling book, The Bombshell Manifesto, and I've mentored women in body, beauty, business, and intimacy with God, themselves, and men for over 10 years. Each week, you'll receive a different edition of Bombshell Radio, focusing on one of these areas, all designed to inspire you and help you optimize every area of your feminine design so that you can live your biggest, most beautiful life. If you've been longing for a place where you can merge your spirituality and your sexuality and enter a conversation that honors your body, your beauty, your business savvy, and your faith, welcome home. Let's get started. Sometimes when we start to unpack things like this, there are so many layers and it really depends often on how often you... um, are doing work like this or doing personal reflection or kind of looking at these difficult areas. If it's something you do regularly, you know, the awareness is maybe right there, like right on the tip of your tongue. And you're just like, yep, I know this is my current struggle. If it's something, or if it's a particular one of these areas that you've been avoiding or been trying to avoid, then it can be a little, take a little longer to go deep and and see what's there, you know, and it can hurt and just, beginning and then acknowledging the pain. I know sometimes when I work with women through this, there's just like tears, right? It's almost like a dam that she's been holding back the emotion in that area just breaks. And I know it's not fun. Okay. I know it can be like, why am I looking at this? I'm a mess. Right. But like, if we don't have the breakdown, we can't have the breakthrough. And I know that sounds like the cliche of the year, but it is absolutely true because again, we don't know what we're working with if we don't, right? What's really in there? And you don't have to know it all right now, okay? One of the things that is very important to me to teach even more as I um, work with clients and see how much it affects us is family of origin stuff, you know? And that gets intense, but oh my gosh, if you can figure out in what ways your trajectory has been shaped by some of the shapers in your surroundings, you get to take back not control. I don't love using the word control because I know women are already often self-aware enough to know that they have a quote unquote control issue. I don't really like that either, but just the, the coping mechanism of trying to control things in order to create a false sense of safety. So I prefer the word mastery. Mastery to me is like a queen, right? It's, it's like there's a nobility to it. There's a peace to it. She's not worried. She just owns it. You know what I mean? Like there's no problems here. She is the master of it. Okay, so wrap that up, at least for now. Again, return to it in the future. All you need, if you want to leave a couple extra blank pages in your journal and you want to come back to it later, the next thing we're going to do, and we're almost just going to kind of start this, we're really going to go into this tomorrow, is much more fun. My handwriting is fantastic. And um, oh. What would it look like instead? What could it look like instead? And one of the coolest things is 
in the same depressing way. In fact, it's a lot like our two cycles, right? This can be like, oh my gosh, I'm just going down and down into the family tree and my past traumas and oh my gosh, and all, like, oh, I don't, uh, you know, not fun. In this one, we actually get to spiral up, okay? So when women first start painting, what would it look like? When I ask them the question, what would it look like if you wake up and instead of the picture I painted earlier, you know, you wake up in whatever it is you prefer to sleep in <laughs> and you just like love the body that you're in or you certainly love it more than you ever have before. And you go to the mirror and you're just delighted, right? Not because there's perfection, but because there's something that you care for and you love. And you go through your day and you're just, there's this energy of fun and playfulness and openness. You're not a fool, but you're, you're available for life. That's really what intimacy is. Okay. Secret. You're available for life. Okay. They notice, oh my gosh, do they ever. Okay. They notice people who are trying to find someone to help or guide them or to work with or to provide a service for them. Notice. Okay. And from that, oh, we get to get to this tomorrow. It's going to be so juicy. But imagine, you know, people like to say your dream life, your dream day. If that helps you, if that serves you, sure, take that route. Go however you want to go in this exercise. I don't have any, you know, I don't want to control with, with any kind of um, you must do it this way. This is just about dreaming big. And the beauty of the upward spiral of this side is what you think is big now is going to become normal to you so fast. And the things that if you revisit this in a month, a couple months, a year, that, I mean, I know it sounds insane. Okay. I know, like, I don't, you know, fully buy into the manifestation stuff. I really don't, but it is remarkable how many times when we set our minds on, this is what I actually really want, how quickly it comes. And then we're like, well, shoot. Now what do I want, right? Oh my gosh, I get to want again, which can sometimes feel a little scary and we can almost block things because, well, it was safe to want what everybody tells me I should want, a healthy body, a nice boyfriend, a husband, whatever, right? But are they are gonna be okay if I want something, you know, earth changing? If I wanna what, like grow a business, like, is that gonna be okay? So you get to upward spiral your dreams and the things which seem, you know, normal to you in a month that feel huge now you get to expand and the things that you'll expand into you might not even be able to conceive of now okay they might just be like wow no that's not possible or you literally cannot even think of it like you don't know yet that it's possible have you guys ever experienced that i mean there are things that are happening in my life these days that i didn't even know were on the list of things that could happen you know what i'm saying like if you gave me a Santa Claus list and said, what would you like? I would not have known to put it on there, <laughs> but it's awesome, right? So this is the upward spiral. So take a few minutes, maybe two or three, and just jot down some ideas. Thinking through these areas, again, you don't have to get through all of them. You could just focus on a few. What I want to encourage you though, is eventually to look at all of them, okay? Don't do the cop out, which is often fear of saying, well, I don't need to look at, at intimacy because you know I'm not married right now right? No, because the energy of this, the thoughts, the feelings, the emotions, the experiences, the cultural connotations that have been tsunamied upon us just by walking down the street or turning on the radio. Yes. Look at all of these areas. You don't have to go as deep on all of them as you might on ones that really hit home and hit hard right now, but just don't ignore any of them because they are so deeply interconnected. Okay. 
Yes? Two minutes. Okay? Go. <laughs> Two questions under each area you can be asking yourselves now or later. For bondage, where are you stuck? Yes? What's not working? Right? You don't need to know what part of it is off, but just something in there isn't working. Like when your car breaks down, you don't know why, but you know your car's broken down. Yes? Under bombshell, what would you love? Sometimes that question is a little easier than what do you want? Because then it feels like, well, technically I need to cover these bills or I, I want to, you know, my, all my friends are going on that trip. Like, what would you love? Especially in all these areas. It can be generic, like just to have a sense of mission. You don't really know more beyond that. And how good can it get? I love that question. Oh, how good can it get? Okay. One more minute. And we will move into our body cycle. Okay. Is this making sense to you guys? Is this helpful? I hope so. I hope so. This changes the game. Okay. So let's start breaking down these first three areas as promised. And as I go and as I describe them, you're going to understand how they affect the other areas. Okay. Body being number one. I did a podcast, I don't know, maybe in April-ish, around something I called the first domino, right? Like when all of life feels overwhelming, what's the first thing to tackle that starts to realign other things? In my mind, I mean, relationship with God first always, okay? And I'm going to kind of clarify that a little bit at the end of today, much more tomorrow, the things that are through lines through all of us, because it's not just your relationship with God, it's, it's, you know, being aware of certain types of unhealthy people that can affect all these areas, okay? But beyond that, after that, if you will, and if you guys know, in fact, I was thinking, it's kind of well organized on my bulletin board, but I'll take it down just for you, okay? If you've been with me for a while... My OGs, like I said, do you guys remember this? Like, that's old. That's old school, Jackie. This is vintage. This is when my company was VLX, which it kind of still is, but I don't really use that anymore because no one could remember what it was. The 12 pillars of a biblical bombshell. Oh my gosh. And we're kind of going right through them, okay? So if you have that as a reference point, if you want it, just message me. I'll happily send it. It's kind of needs to be updated with the new branding, but it's like, it's amazing. Not like I'm super special, but as I was, I came up with this brand new, okay? When I think through things, I like to start fresh. And one of the cool things that you can do when you're writing a list of what you love is don't necessarily return to the old list of what your dreams were. Start with a totally blank page and give yourself the opportunity to acknowledge what do I want now without feeling obligated toward what I wanted before, okay? And maybe a lot of the same things will show up and maybe it'll be new. But when I did this and I glanced at this and I thought, oh my gosh, that's basically your relationship with God, one through three. Then we have body next. I would say beauty and intimacy are inverted. And I kind of put these in this order because it's an alliteration. What can I say? And then right on up and I'll show you that part tomorrow. So the first thing that I find makes the biggest difference with women that really does tip the domino. And as I travel more and as I go to events, oh, I'll give you an example in a minute, but this is like the struggle is real here, ladies. Okay. Like, I don't know if the numbers of overweight and obesity are climbing, but it seems like it, it's, it's, it was already problematic. Now it's, um, 
it's everywhere, right? It's, it's a, a serious struggle. And I don't want, don't want you guys to get into any shaming around this because that is completely ineffective, not helpful. It will not get you towards your goal. Okay. That is one of the biggest things. And under here, I'll show you in a minute, the mistakes that are made in each area, including this one, but shame, guilt, berating will absolutely destroy effective body care believe it or not, even though it is often the beginning of many short-term attempts to get yourself into shape or to get yourself into the kind of figure that you want, it won't last. It, it just, you'll burn out, you'll be miserable, it'll get back into cycles of, of reading and avoidance and blame and, you know, all of it, okay? So, if you want and really what I should do, and if I think of it fast enough while I'm teaching, I'll do it now. But if not, I'll share it maybe tomorrow. Is like the negative cycle. It probably would be like berate. Yeah, it kind of works with the, um, with the mistakes, which I'll show you in a minute. Okay, so here's your correct cycle. Body care. You're like, well, okay, duh. And in fact, I'm not even going to show you the second half yet, okay? Body care. Remember earlier I was saying that this side is internal. And one of the biggest mistakes we make is we try to create this instead of receiving this, okay? Now, I'm not saying that great body care doesn't take effort, but I am saying it is not effort in this, like I've been describing, it's the easiest example, honestly, of all these to have, um, to use as an example. It's like, I am going to join the 30-day bikini body boot camp where we're all getting up at five and, and just basically punishing our bodies and I'm going to pay for it. In fact, I'm actually going to pay like, like what, you know? Um, and I do, if you guys know, I do beach body workouts, but I don't do them. I don't do them the way beach body recommends, which what can I say? But my results are great because my emphasis is on care rather than on following someone else's prescribed. This is how it should be done. And if you want to be one of us, if you want to succeed, if you want results, if you want to be, you know, whatever their positioning is the opposite of what they're hoping you feel as shame, shameful, then you will do it the way we say, right? I want you, and I just put up a, a reel of full leopard print workout outfit. I want you to have permission to do what works for your body. Okay. However, mistake one, well, both mistakes really, but one of these mistakes, okay? Uh, I hope you guys can see this. I'm gonna say it, so make sure you're taking notes or you watch the replay. You can rewind it. Um, mistake number one, okay, is only self-love. I know, that sounds terrible. When would self-love be a problem? When it is all you do, yes? And there are plenty, and you know, if I catch heat for this, then I catch heat for this, but there's plenty of movements out there that are it's it's branded as body positivity but it's almost blindness to possible health issues i am all for body positivity i want you to adore the body you're in understanding it's going to go through lots and lots of seasons when i had my first child i was not in body positivity trying to lose the weight afterward while i was nursing her but when I had my second child and I understood the seasons of my body and that as long as I was nursing, and I know other women have different experiences, but for me, I was not going to lose weight while being a cow. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it, like my body refused, refused. And when I became okay with that, 
body positivity, self-love, right? It was great. While also not, not attending to care because care, like imagine you've got a child, right? And you love the child. You love it. You give it words of affirmation. You cheer it on. And that's all you do, right? You just like, I just want you to know that I love you. And you go back and you do your thing. Baby still has to eat. You've got a like, diaper needs changing. It's got to be put down for a nap. Like care is involved in love. The full picture of care, the full picture of love involves care. The full picture of love necessitates action. Usually love is not generally a passive, I'll love you from way over here, but please don't ask me to do anything. Right. It's like, show it right. And not just through words. I know there's different love languages and we're not going to go there. Okay. Not right now, but to say you love your body and to treat it poorly is a lie. I'm sorry. Okay. So only self-love and it comes from pain. It comes from women misunderstanding what the craving in their body really is. And I'm not talking about food cravings. I'm talking about the emotional craving. We think we want to be loved no matter what. And we do, right? But we feel like I want to not have to change, right? Like, so any, any suggestion that we need to take better care of ourselves feels like a slap. It feels like an affront. It feels like the removal of unconditional love. When in reality, you begin with unconditional love and the fruit of unconditional love is beautiful care, right? If you're a believer here, right? This is the gospel. It begins with unconditional love. Oh, and then, you know, in order to most enjoy your life, might we recommend that you start approaching the mark a little more closely, right? Because in many areas, nothing's guaranteed and lots of things go awry and the world is broken and all the things, can't control people. But a lot of things tend to go better when we're operating in design, divine, authentic, accurate design. Okay. So first lie, only self-love, right? That I'm going to love my body and therefore I don't want to hear what I need to do to eat better, to work out, like, because we associate that stuff with shame. If I have to do that, then I must not be good enough. But what if you are good enough and because you're good enough, you deserve better care? Yes. Now here's the beautiful second half of this cycle. Okay. Care. Share. I know. Caring is sharing. What do you do when you love your body unconditionally? I'm sorry, I'm getting a little fired up, but let me tell you how important this is. When you love your body unconditionally and that unconditional self-love, the removal of shame leads to better body care, better body practices, which if it's difficult, might I recommend, right? Like the best way to ease into this without losing the unconditional self-love, which you may be also kind of wrestling to, to stay in, right? To abide in that self-love, even as you move in to actions and activities that previously you may have associated with mistake number two, which I haven't written down yet, which is self-flagellation, which is a very long word. And I hope I spell it right. Someone's going to tell me if I don't, I'm sure, right? Like beating yourself up. Okay. If you previously associated, I don't like the word diets or even like the concept, but if you previously associated purifying, cleaning up your, what you're taking in as food or deciding to work out instead of maybe one more episode of your favorite TV series, right? If you previously associated actions like that with beating yourself up, then I understand how you almost may be fearful of getting into that because you've been there. 
You don't want to step into that shame anymore. You want to stay in this beautiful, unconditional self-love that's maybe new to you and feels so good. Then begin with body care that is more around rest, low inflammation, and um, sensuality, which is a word that people are like, Ugh. but what it means is simply enjoying the sensation of being a physically embodied person. Okay. So on my healthy, holy, hot Instagram the other day, I put up a reel about how to create a sensual bath. That's body care. Okay. You don't have to be pumping out a workout or making yourself a green juice in order to be caring for your body, getting enough sleep, making your bedroom more beautiful, more appealing, darker, <laughs> right? So you sleep better. All of that is body care. So if, if the old paradigm of you're only working out or changing your eating because you've been bad is, is something you're working to unwire and you want to stay in this self-love, then begin with something that's more like stretching or a gentle evening stroll to look at the sunset after dinner, or, you know what I mean? Like the things that feel more like pleasure so that you start to associate taking care of yourself as something that feels so good and that you do because you love yourself, not because you don't. Now, when that happens, I almost wonder, oof, I don't know. I had to think about that one. I was going to say, are right, these maybe connected across, but we won't go there yet. But when you love your body, guess what you want to do? <laughs> you are open to sharing it more. Yes. A lot of the women who come to me with intimacy struggles, one of the things that comes up is body insecurities, right? They don't want to be touched. They don't want to be seen. They want the lights off, right? There is a lack of confidence or a lack of self-love or, you know, more exclusively in the intimacy area, there's a sense of, of dirtiness, et cetera. But a lot of it can still be based in my body's not good enough, you know, or we go out on a date and I put myself in a dress that fits, even though the one I really like doesn't fit anymore right now. And yet he looks at other women anyway, like, you know, there can be so much body shame connected to intimacy. And what we can do then is, is just close off, right? Which we'll talk about more tomorrow with men for sure, but it fits here beautifully. If I won't be loved by you, I won't let you have me. Now, the difficulty is the way men understand and have inspired, like have love inspired in them and even um, show or demonstrate love is not necessarily how a woman who's broken in her body image is able to receive or understand or even perceive it. Like she doesn't even know what's happening. It's there, but she like, it's like the pain is like blinders and she can't see it. And if she can't see it, she can't receive it. Right? So this is where this is so essential. The initial cycle. Okay. If you are hoping that if you'll just like, gosh, sometimes women will come to me when they um, are more interested in body transformations. And it's like, well, my husband wants me to lose weight. And I just feel like, we got to come up with another motive, right? And not because sometimes that doesn't work, but because if I lead you down that path, you know, and I won't even do it to be honest, but if you were to go down that path of I'm creating a body for someone else, I'm creating a body so that I can receive love. Gosh, I hope it works. The bitterness, the resentment, the misplaced placement of power is no one's, it's to no one's benefit. Okay. No one's going to win in that game. He won't even win. Okay. Because even if, even if she were to lose weight and he thinks suddenly she's hotter, she has built the truth, the untrue truth, what can feel very true in that kind of scenario that he doesn't love me unconditionally. I have to look a certain way in order to receive love from him. Now, 
Am I saying that getting in great shape is not going to improve your intimate life? No, it absolutely will, right? Absolutely. But if your motive is in order to receive love, if you're creating in order to receive, and if these are inverted, it's not, it's not going to create the kind of healthy relationship change you actually want. So let's flip the script. Yes, create, excuse me, don't create, <laughs> care for, that's the C word I was looking for, care for your body as an act of self-love for yourself, right? When I meet single women who want to uh, have different dating results, shall we say, and they feel like, I know I've got to lose weight, right? Or, or they know, very self-aware, that I'm intentionally holding on to weight to keep men away as a literal physical barrier to having to get into a relationship to then have to emotionally open up, which is terrifying. So I'm just going to stay over here and eat too much, even though I know I'm not that hungry or whatever, right? Like I know it's dysfunctional relationship with food in my body because then I won't have to attract a man. Ta-da, right? Like that's a legitimate tactic at a subconscious or if they're aware, conscious level. But if you, and I love this, I would, and you know what I need? I don't even think my son has one, but I could probably make one. I need like a little man with a parachute, okay? Because I use this metaphor all the time. And we're gonna, if there are guys watching, please don't be offended. We love you and you're gonna be fine. But we're gonna take the little like figure, action figure man, okay? We're gonna hook him up to his parachute. If you guys ever played with these toys, like on stairs or something when you're growing up, it was so fun. And we're gonna go like, bye little man. <laughs> okay? And he's gonna float on down to the bottom. We're gonna give him a picnic basket, his favorite playlist, or like, I don't know, downloaded TV episodes, it, whatever. He's gonna be fine. Take men out of the picture initially, okay? In this, these areas, okay, on this half. This is what I mean by receive this side, okay? If you can learn that you loving your body and you caring for your body is all about you. And in fact, if you're single, it is the best time to begin. And even if you're married and there's some distancing happening, it's the best time. Why? Because he's leaving you alone, right? You don't have to go and like do a bunch of things, right? You've got all this downtime for you. So you can either get into the vicious cycle of berate and avoid. Maybe that's what I should call it. It's really what only self-love is, is avoidance, okay? And then this is berate. I hope you guys can see this. My handwriting is awesome. Okay, so the opposite of care and share would be, how about avoid? Oh, this is good. Watch this. Avoid berate, okay? We either berate ourselves, or if we're going to drop this over to the next category of men, we berate men. You guys ever done that? Maybe you don't even say it. Maybe it's in your head. But I know women do it because I've been in groups of women that tear masculinity apart at the seams like it's some kind of, you know, fake stuffed animal infected with some kind of virus that's heading towards like just vicious you know how could they how dare they that's all they want right which is where we start messing body and intimacy up but we're gonna get there we're gonna get there okay this is probably gonna go longer than two hours but hang with me so avoid by saying either i love my body as it is therefore don't you dare tell me i have to change anything about my self-care or I feel that my body is a failure. It's not getting me the results I want in these things that I'm trying to receive and I'm trying so hard to create on the wrong side so that I can receive on the wrong side. I'm just gonna give up. I give up, you know, fine. I'll just be single or I'll be in a, in a marriage that's completely, you know, distanced and I give up, right? 
avoid and then berate. One option is one option you have if you kind of like to berate yourself is we berate ourselves. We throw ourselves into these over zealous workout things or diets that we can't maintain that are not based in love. Okay. If you love that and you have been like a triathlete and, and pushing yourself hard is love, do it. But you need to see where are you coming from and is that the level that your physical fitness is at before you try to berate yourself. And if we are in avoidance and we're, we're kind of giving up, then we berate men for caring about our bodies, right? But if we instead care ourselves, sharing becomes, I mean, a highly attractive proposition. Let's leave it there, okay? Does that help you guys? Does that make sense? Yes, hopefully. This is the first domino. And if you want a domino within a domino, the first step within the first domino is take your little action figure, man. Whether you've always been single, you're currently single, you're dating and just not really in your security yet. You're in a marriage that's just not connected anymore. Take your action figure, man, give him a picnic basket and a parachute and drop him because you are going to learn to love and therefore care for your body, for yourself and receive that love and receive that care. And from there, you're gonna be able to create relationships out of a desire to share. The more you care for yourself, the more you share. Imagine this right here. This is on your bombshell list <laughs> and I'm on YouTube. So I'll keep it very neat and tidy. Let's imagine you uh, are married. Okay. <laughs> have stepped out of a beautiful bathtub that is covered in bubbles and coconut oil and there's music playing and candlelight and your husband has been so nice recently and it's not because you're rewarding him but it's because that is another area that you're working very well in and the relationship's good okay and you just feel magnificent now some of you be like okay i still want to go to sleep i feel you we haven't gotten here yet i'm not done with you but a lot of women are like that just makes me want to share right just makes me want to share so receiving care rather than feeling like I have to reach a certain weight or a certain image in order to make him like me, instead doing it for yourself, then it's like pouring self-love into yourself. And then out of that overflow, you're giving to him rather than hoping he gives to you because you just about killed yourself. And now you're kind of pissed about it too. Okay. All right. That was a lot. That was a lot. You guys doing okay? Let me know in the comments what you're thinking, what your reactions are. I would love to hear Today's episode is brought to you by The Bombshell Manifesto. The Bombshell Manifesto is a two-time number one best-selling book, and it's where I really teach the philosophy of the biblical bombshell. After spending years in ministry and now more years running my life coaching business, I see so many young women and even women well into their lives just floundering and kind of flopping around in some of the essential areas of God-created femininity, such as their relationship with God, their relationship with their bodies, their relationship with men, with sex, with beauty, with their finances. And I just don't think we have time for that. I think that we are called to do such big things for God while we're here. We've got to get these areas under control, locked on, so we can move forward toward our exciting assignments and massive callings in life. So in this book, I really give you the behind the scenes of my personal journey, struggling with what God was calling me to be as a woman going back and forth around the over-sexualized ideas of femininity or the completely asexual versions we often see in the church where we're not supposed to talk about that 
tough stuff. I lead you through the research and the history around the concept of a bombshell, a few personal visions and ideas I have around it, and then the scripture that God puts in front of us as how he wants us to understand the important role we play as women. Do you know that a woman was the way that the Savior came into the world and was the first evangelist of his resurrection and then ascension? This is a big deal, ladies. So hop over to bombshellmanifesto.com. Now you can find this book on Amazon, but if you go through bombshellmanifesto.com, I've got a couple extra fun free bonuses and ways that you can actually get free trainings and audios that take this whole concept deeper. We walk through the 12 pillars of a biblical bombshell, addressing tough areas of life like opening to vulnerability and intimacy, understanding beauty and God's calling for it, getting deeper into our confidence and our security, committing to a relationship with God that blows our minds and more. What I see so much from women and hear from them, and quite frankly, I hear it from men who are looking for a woman to marry or they want their wife to come alive in the way they know that she can, is that there's some kind of tapped in femininity that is out there that is possible, but that's incredibly difficult to find. Women long to be it, men long to find it, and this is the calling that we have as women. This is what we're able and even asked to step into, required, I would say, to step into, to live out everything God has for us. But I see so many women who are stuck in mediocrity and are told that that kind of complacency is contentment and that's where they should stay and they should just be happy with it and, you know, that's life. I don't think that's what God's asking. I don't think that's what we're here to do. And I don't think we have any more time to waste. So join me over at bombshellmanifesto.com. Let's light this thing on fire. Let's get out into the world and do what we're supposed to do. Do what we can do. Be fully who God has called us to be. The bottom line is this. The entire world is obsessed with women. And they should be. That's the way it's designed. We are the ones who continue life. We continue the human race. We are always going to be attracting people's attention. We are always going to be shaping human beings, shaping culture, and pointing people toward something. The question is, what are we pointing them toward? Have we completely released and activated every area of our God-designed femininity to do those things well? I hope you'll join me. I think there's no more important calling on this earth as a woman than to live out her full God-given design and to use it to point people to Him. So let's get this thing started. Let's set ourselves free. Let's set our families free. And let's light the world ablaze with the truth that is only in the gospel. I'll see you at bombshellmanifesto.com.